So this is the extent of the locust infestation in Nisiolo County. As I speak, you can see for yourself how much or, or rather how many millions of locust nymphs migrating into the bushes of Isiolo County. And this is just one spot that we have found during our journey. So the situation is not going to get better soon because these are very young nymphs. They are not even flying. And uh, we hope that the government or uh, CSOs will the recording you just listened to is from a YouTube video showing the invasion of locust nymphs in Isiolo County, Kenya. Pod Save Africa. Welcome to 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 Pod Save Africa. Hello, Pod Save Africa listeners. Mm-hmm. Welcome back to another exciting episode, another informative episode yes. of Pod exciting Save Africa. Too. Exciting to um, mm-hmm. it's your girl Kosala Dearly, and I'm here with Akiandia Dearly. Thank he, you all for he, joining us. He who, he who roams the earth. He who roams the earth, apparently. Uh, uh, the the uh, first of his name. Um, Not the first of his name, def- actually. Defender of peoples. Uh, I've never uh, seen him defend uh, a person. Uh, planter of plantains. Uh, also uh, never seen him plant plantain before. Flipper of, of slippers. At this um, point, I don't know what's being said. Yes, okay. So, back to the episode. Yes, back to the episode. As I said earlier, welcome back to Pod Save Africa. Mm-hmm. Um, it's your girl, Kosala. And today we are going to be educating you guys on the locust plague that is currently going on in the world, uh, specifically or especially in East Africa. So while the rest of the world is dealing with the coronavirus pandemic, and I hope you guys are staying home and washing your hands, some parts of Africa, specifically East Africa, are dealing with another great disaster of its own, a locust plague. Most of us have not heard of a plague since the biblical days. In fact, most people might not even know what a locust looks like. But yet, here we are in 2020, having some part of the world, about seven East African countries, dealing with the desert locust plague. This news is not something that should be taken lightly, and we here at Quality of Africa are here to tell you why. So um, with that, I'm going to shift it over to a senior locust correspondent, Yes, it is I. In my vast experience on locust, uh, locust reporting over the years, um, I'd like to educate you guys mm-hmm. starting with what exactly a desert locust is that we're concerned about. Um, a desert locust is a species of short horned grasshoppers with large hind legs for jumping from the family Acrididae. <laughs> Say that one more time. Acrididae. There are a couple of differences other than slightly different anatomy between everyday grasshoppers and desert One, desert locust has the ability to change their behavior and habits, unlike some people. Um, two, 
their ability to migrate over large distances with swarms of adults. And these are known as a band of hoppers, right? A band of hoppers. A desert locust lives in total for about three to five months, although that lifestyle, that lifestyle is very variable. It depends on, on weather and ecological choices, uh, you know, decisions they make, whether or not they smoke, uh, whether or not they exercise and eat healthy. It's just a bunch of different stuff. But yeah, yeah, that's 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 my one and twos on desert locusts. Back over to uh, our host, Michael. So we're going to start with what is the origin of this plague? How did, how are there so many desert locusts swarming mm-hmm. the world, parts of the world? And the origin can be traced back to 2018 when two cyclones, Cyclone Mikunu and Cyclone Luban, in May and October respectively, hit the Arabian desert. A, a particular spot in the Arabian desert called the Empty Quarters, bringing heavy rain and providing the right conditions for this locust to breathe freely. So just a brief background about the Empty Quarters. The Empty Quarter is a part of the Arabian desert that it's known to be drier and um, drier and more and hotter, yeah, and, and more and more free of rainfall than most of the other desert, which a desert is already really dry um, in the first place. So by 2019, because of these cyclones in 2018, the locusts had spread, had bred and spread out when another cyclone, cyclonic storm Pawan, in December of 2019, formed over the southwestern Arabian Sea, east of Somalia. So which, with each cyclone hitting, the locusts were, of course, breeding and spreading and spreading to different parts of the world. And that's where we, where we are today with this plague. Essentially, what happens when the cyclones occur is that they provide rainfall and trigger a boom of vegetation over normally arid regions in Africa and the Middle East, and thus creating a more favorable breeding ground. As the locusts breed, so also do they spread, covering more land. Um, and as we've covered, talked about already with our, with our correspondent giving us some details about the locusts, the behaviors of this locust are unpredictable because they can change their behaviors. Mm-hmm. Um, by t- December 2019, the band of hoppers had arrived in Kenya. The devastation received by the northern and central areas of that country was the worst it had seen in 70 years. That's a long time, folks. Then the desert locust also spread to Djibouti and Eritrea and eventually more recently to Uganda and Tanzania. According to Keith Christman, a senior locust forecasting officer it's with one the, of my uh, co uh, co uh, colleagues over there. Sure, As, Keith. Yeah, we had we had a lunch lunch a while back. Sure, a senior locust forecasting officer with the Food and Agriculture Organization said that this devastation, this plague, is the worst. Is yet says that the with this plague, the worst is yet to come. In fact, the FAO, the Food and Agriculture Organization of the UN, projects that the number of locusts could grow by 400-fold by June, by June of 2020, if yeah, not this controlled. Year. This year. This current year that we're dealing with. Like, with everything. Top, <laughs> never mind. Yep. Yeah, those videos you've been seeing are true. Yep. Especially since the rainy season in East Africa begins in March and, and coincides with the new generation of breeded swarms. The locusts also have not limited themselves only to East Africa. There are swarms in Pakistan, in Iran, and they have crossed the Pakistan border and arrived in India. Absolutely fantastic. So you might be wondering, so we know why there are so many locusts, because of cyclones. But why were there cyclones, especially two in 2018? 
While the 2018 cyclones were unusual, NASA noted that the Arabian Sea, the source of the water in the cyclones, can go years without a single cyclone forming. Years. Yet, two formed in 2018. And with 2018 being a stormy year, 2019 was even worse with the North Indian Ocean, shattering many records, including most hurricane days and most accumulated cyclone energy. So 2018 was bad. Mm -hmm. 2019 was worse. Okay, and we're 2020, so... We'll see how it goes. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Ultimately, these cyclones and bizarre stormy patterns are as a result of climate change. Scientists are starting to see more patterns of severe weather, which means for places with rainfall, unusually higher rainfalls and even more cyclones. Now, you know, I like talking about climate change. Did a whole episode. You guys should check it out. And so I'm going to break it down to you why climate change is responsible for these cyclones. Let's break it down now. So the storms were a result of the Indian Ocean Dipole, which cycles between phases, positive, neutral, and negative, by oscillating between warm and cold on the western part of the ocean compared to the eastern part depending on how the temperature of the Indian Ocean sways. So just to break that down a little bit more, there are three phases, positive, neutral, and negative. And between the three phases, the, it could either go from warm to cold. So while, while the western part is experiencing warm weather, the eastern part will be experiencing cold and vice versa, depending on what dipole that the Indian Ocean is currently, what phase of the dipole is that the Indian Ocean is currently facing. The Indian Ocean dipole is just a phenomenon that refers to the difference in sea surface temperatures in the opposite part of the Indian Ocean. Last year, in 2019, the Indian Ocean dipole had its strongest positive phase ever seen, which means that there were warmer sea temperatures in the western Indian Ocean region and in the opposite side, the eastern Indian Ocean region, colder sea temperatures the result of which has been higher than normal rainfall in East Africa and drier than normal weather, leading to droughts in Southeast Asia and Australia. So now we're here from our Desert Locust correspondent, our senior Desert Locust <laughs> correspondent. I got a, I got a yes. Last week. Why having this Desert Locust mm -hmm. are so bad, other than being a nuisance, of course. Absolutely, guys. So it's your senior, senior, uh, super uh, senior Locust correspondent. Again, talking here. Um, you might have asked, what are the consequences of these desert locusts other than being a nuisance? Well, these city-sized swarms are wreaking havoc to cops and pasture lands across East Africa. They are devouring all vegetation in a matter of hours and threatening the food supply of tens of millions, not only in Africa. According to Bloomberg, these swarms contain about 40 million locusts that eat the, wait, hold on. I said 40 million locusts, 40 million locusts that eat the same amount of food in one day, that's about 35,000 people. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of food. Yeah, and if each person is Akeri, oof. Boy, Whoosh. man. Yeah. 40 million. 40 million. That's 40 million Akeris. <laughs> oh, Ridiculous. So a lot of locusts, a lot of food, a lot of people. A lot of people in danger, more importantly. In East Africa especially, these desert locusts are threatening the lives of millions that are already extremely vulnerable to famine. Um, yeah, back to you, boss. 
Okay, um, so we've painted a pretty big picture at this point. You guys might be wondering, wow, is 2020 the end of the world? Yeah. We don't know. Yeah. And we cannot we report can, on that. Yeah. <laughs> our senior end of the world correspondence is uh, out on PTO right now. So yes. We'll get back with them soon. Soon, yes. But what we do know is that there is something being done right now to combat this locust invasion. Aid organizations have been working to prevent the locust crisis from getting worse in the first place. So before we get rid of it, we have to make sure it doesn't get worse. Earlier this year, the FAO, which is again, the Food and Agriculture Organization of the United Nations, called on the international community to contribute $76 million towards pest control operations and protection for farmers and pastoralists afflicted by the plague in the five African countries most affected. As of this month, that figure has risen to 138 million, which is double, about double, about double the amount that was initially requested. And only 52 million has been received. Mm -hmm. 10 million of which was from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Shout out to my guy, Bill. They are, they're always coming through, yeah. I miss you. Sure. In Ethiopia, farmers are burning tires and trash hoping that it will drive away the locusts as the government is increasing aerial control, which means from the, from aeroplanes, yeah, they're, drums, yeah, yeah, they're, they're spraying, spraying pests, pesticides, pesticides yeah. and pest control things uh, all over vegetation in Ethiopia. Kenya has also trained more than 240 personnel in the monitoring of locust swarms. Last month, the Chinese government announced that it was sending a team of experts to its neighboring country, Pakistan, to develop targeted programs, of which includes deploying 100,000 ducks against the locusts. That's a, that's, a, that's a lot of ducks. That's a lot of ducks. For a lot of locusts. Yes. And you might be asking why ducks, because ducks feed on locusts and ducks eat a lot of locusts. So yeah. They say one duck is able to eat more than 200 locusts a day. So if you do that math, multiply, take over the zero, divide. Uh, derivative of two, okay, carry over to one, plus one minus two, divided by X. He is not actually doing any math. You get about 20 million ducks, 20 million locusts that those 100,000 ducks can eat a, a day. So get those 100,000 ducks in there, 100K. Please verify that math. 100, Listeners. Get, get those 100,000 those those ducks in there, 40 million, just two days. No problem, no problem. I actually think my math was spot on. That's impressive. Hmm. Nice job again. Who knows? Anyways, so we just thought we'd take a, a brief break out of our quarantine session to bring you this update to let you know what's going on in the rest of the world, to let you know of this locust invasion. To find out more information, of course, visit the UN's website. Um, there are a lot of articles that we will try and link in the um, episode notes. Sure show notes for you but i uh, hope you're all staying safe you're all washing your hands and we'll get through this together this has been your girl kuzula ajeli and your senior super uh wonderful awesome the best uh locust correspondents i can't get here really see y'all soon and this has been party of africa thank you sure. Sure.